The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Are you trying to master the game of life without success? There are secrets and strategies to living your best life. We'll share some of them with you on today's show. Take advantage of this series to become an expert at relationships. All relationships. It's time to live the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's your host, Sandra Reich. Hi, this is Sandra Reich, and this is Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Welcome back, and I hope you had an inspirational and evolved week. And on that note, today we have a very exciting and inspirational episode. I I have to say I'm really excited about it. The episode is called The Courage of Evolvement, A Client's Perspective. So this is somebody who's really worked through their stuff. Uh, She's sitting right next to me, and I'll tell you all about her in a moment, but just a reminder, if you want to email us, we're at info for help for anxiety, depression.com, or you can call in at 1-866-472-5791. So today on the show, my special guest is Olga Manari Asili. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Olga is somebody I met through uh, therapy. Um, and she came in and from the first day she came in, she blew me away. This was a woman who had been through breast cancer, had been through some incredibly difficult things in her life, and she was so eager to come in and be all that she could be, a therapist's dream client. So we met, and through the last, I guess, year or so that we've been working together, I've watched her. She likes to talk about butterflies. I'll let her tell you about that, but I've watched her just blossom and change her life in so many ways. I thought she'd be a great inspiration for so many people out there struggling. So please help me welcome to the show, Olga Maneri Asselig. So glad you're here, Olga. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you for the great uh, welcoming. I'm happy to be here and happy to help anyone that... uh would like to uh, get some help here. Well, I mean, that right right before we even met, I mean, I remember reading your book. Uh, maybe you can tell people the name of your book. Uh, the name of my book, it's uh, The Joy of Cancer. Ironically, it's a very strange name, but I wanted an impact on, on the name of the book. Uh, and and the, t- the subtitle of the book is The Journey of Self-Discovery because I feel through my cancer, I learn a lot about myself. And it was truly a journey of self-discovery for me. And at the end of that day, once my cancer was over, through the journey, I did find joy. And I don't believe, without having had my cancer, that all these things that happened to me through my cancer would have happened. And I learned so much along the way. So right away, even before we met, even before you started your journey, you took a situation that would have crushed so many people. You had breast cancer, just to be clear. And reading your bio, and I've heard this story, the, one of the first things you did when you got breast cancer is you took, um, you took 
your own uh, control over the situation. Things were out of control. You were very, you advocated for yourself. And I, I really think it's important people know that one of the first things you did is start uh, fundraising for breast cancer. So instead of curling up in fetal position, like many of us would, and feel sorry for yourself, you decided to really, I talk about this often, turn your lemons into lemonade. And I, I think you became the biggest fundraiser that you know we've seen in this province, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm the biggest one, but I did help a lot uh, fundraising money for the walk here, the Women's Walk for Breast Cancer in Montreal. I became the spokesperson for that year, and uh, I had raised within, uh, I would say, four months. I got my cancer in April, started the walk right away, and by August, I had raised uh, close to $115,000, and people were asking me how how did I raise that money so quickly and so fast? And the only answer I had for that was that when you have cancer and you ask someone to help to raise for a cause and you're the one who's doing the walk, and I walked 60K in two days and I had just had my chemotherapy on the Monday, um, when you're the one who's affected and doing that run, I don't think I had one person say, no, I'm not going to give to you. And it's all in the way you're going to ask and in the way you're going to do it. And I was able to raise that kind of money. And it made me feel good to help somebody else with my cancer. I always say that for me to have cancer, if it was meant to help one person, then it was worth for me to have that cancer. And in fact, you've helped many, many people. I mean, I think I said number one in our province, but I see here you were the number one fundraiser for an event, that walking event. Uh, and eventually, through the next three years, the fundraising went up to $363,000 by your team, Olga's Butterflies. So what is the significance of butterflies for you, Olga? You talk about them all the time. What's the significance? Well, butterfly is very deep. It comes back to my childhood, actually. It comes back to my mother's mom, where um, she always enjoys enjoyed butterflies. And as a child, I remember going to her place and going outside in the garden, and all I could see is those white butterflies. And we always talked about them. And then when she passed away, those butterflies kept coming around me all the time. And I was sure that it was her uh, guiding me or helping me. And... Butterfly for me is um, it's an inspiration because it feels like a lot like when you give birth. You're a cocoon and then you develop and then you go out and you fly and you spread your wings. And then you just make the best out of it. And I felt like having a name like an August butterfly that for me there was no way that I wasn't going to not be sick anymore. Because that, those butterflies, those wings, you could just like let go. And it felt like I was letting go. So let's let's turn that right away into a psychological tip because um, for people listening, some may have gone through cancer, some may not have. But when we think of the journey of the butterfly, one of the things that's very interesting is that um, the story with the butterfly is that the caterpillar, when they're in a cocoon, as they're trying to push themselves out of the cocoon, if you try to help the uh, caterpillar, the caterpillar will die. And in psychology, we use this as a 
metaphor uh, for enabling. Because actually, if they go through the struggle, they will become this beautiful butterfly, which is very much what I know of you, is you've gone through a lot of struggle, but you've pushed through the cocoon and gone out. And so many people... um, there's two things that come up in psychology that are relevant here. So many people don't want to do the struggle to get to the, the, the bright, bright sunshine. And so many people have family members or husbands or wives who want to help them, which actually stops the process. You had to do that work yourself, both with the cancer and both with where we're going in your psychological involvement. Is that, is that an accurate portrayal? Yes. Um, for me, I feel that Helping myself, first of all, to, to get some help, apart from you helping me, Sandra, I have to want to get the help, and I want to want to help myself. And in that process, once I got my cancer, I saw the people around me panicking. I saw the people around me being sad, which is a normal situation. And people were crying. People were negative. And I did not like that. I'm a very positive person, and... I felt that if I didn't take the reins of my cancer and take control of myself and start acting like saying, you know what, I don't want anybody to be negative around me. I want to lead this journey and be as joyful as possible. And when I saw, I even told my own mother, mom, if you're going to cry when you come here, don't come into that door. Because I don't want you to come here and start crying and pity me. I don't want to be a victim. I don't want to be Uh felt like, oh, poor you. It was already hard. The worst thing of my cancer was like when I had no hair. And the minute you have no hair and you go outside with bald hair, people are going to start pity you. And that's the reason why I decided to get my wig right away because I didn't want any pity from Anybody. Well, I think this tells us a lot about your personality. This is way before I met you about how you really are a very positive person. And I'm sure that was instrumental in your healing and what led you to the next step. Now, I'm curious. I, I've been working very closely with you for a long time. And strangely, it takes a radio show for me to find out the answer to this question. You know, you went through the cancer. You obviously had an amazing attitude. You inspired so many. And then we met at an event and you wanted me to be your therapist. Two questions. Why did you want to go into therapy? I mean, you seem like you're so far ahead of so many people. Not that I don't think therapy is for everyone, but I think for the listeners, I'm curious, why did you want to go into therapy and why with me? First of all, I met you, Sandra, in an event with was about empowered women. Mm-hmm. Even though that I went through a lot of things with my cancer, I feel I was not an empowered woman. Really? I felt absolutely. When you went up there and started to talk, you hit home for me. What? It was what hit home? What hit home? You talked about not being a victim, about helping other people and never thinking about yourself. Mm-hmm. And and that's me. And not be able to say no. Um, here I am. I could never say no to people. I was not able to say no because this is where Sandra came in big time to help me, to find my voice, to help myself in being uh, a little bit more independent. I'm, sa- I'm saying a little being sarcastic here because she helped me a lot. Um, <laughs> absolutely. And, and, and when I he- heard you, I, I remember her coming out of stage and I, I went up to her right away and said, Sandra, I need to see you. And we made appointment and we made a point of starting to see each other. 
And from day one, she was like straightforward with Sandra Rich. That was her. <laughs> <laughs> and and she, 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 she doesn't like, she goes right away to the point where um, my issue was. She was able to find my problem almost instantly so we could work on it. And I'm not afraid of working on my problem. And that's why I came here as well. Obviously, my issue is not, I mean, we all have issue, but my issue was not just coming out of the cancer, was also, um, I was having issue at, the, at that time with my husband. I've been married for 30 years. And uh, I thought that maybe she could guide me in the right direction and find out a little bit more about myself, uh, little to know that um, a lot of my problems were um, from my childhood. And, yes. and this is very interesting because um, I never thought that this would affect the way my life is today. Well, Olga, you're bringing up such an important point about how the past affects our present. And I think we have to come back to that, but it's time for a commercial break. So we'll see you back at the other end of this. This is Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Change your life forever with the latest cutting-edge products for home study treatment for anxiety. Featuring the clinical director of the Montreal Center for Anxiety and Depression and host of Straight Talk, Sandra Reich. Sandra is joined by top therapist Georgia Dow in this revolutionary anxiety video therapy series. Thousands of people have benefited from this scientifically proven treatment approach. Is it a time you choose yourself? Visit anxiety-videos.com right now. That's anxiety-videos.com and change your life forever. Technology is changing the way we live our lives and how we do business. On CIO Talk Radio, we talk about the benefits of technology and the great things it allows us to do, as well as its risks. Heard every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, Sunjo Gall interviews business leaders and other experts that are shaping the way we use technology. To learn more about this show, visit www.ciotalkradio.com. Keep up with the changing world of technology and listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjo Gall. Listen in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America Business. Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. 
We're back. I'm having such an interesting discussion today on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich with the lovely and inspirational Olga Maneri. Um, Olga, right before we went to the break, you said something that I think is I really have to go on to because I think it's where people sometimes get stuck in therapy. And we wanted to do this show, you and I, because we want to help other people who are, you know, perhaps avoiding their past and stuck very much in their present. Now, I've said already on three episodes of this show that there's a famous saying that says, those who forget the past are condemned to relive it. It's one of my favorite sayings because in psychology, we believe, and a lot of people, there's a lot of stigma with therapy because people go, oh, I'm going to lie on a couch and talk about mom and dad forever and say, poor me, poor me. Not at all. However, if we don't go into the past and see how your past affected you as a person, you are most likely going to replay it in your romantic life, in all your relationships. You just gave an example of having trouble to say no. And when we started our work, we definitely saw where that was coming from, that you were raised like many of us were, to be a people pleaser, to be a caretaker, and not so much to check in with your own voice. So I know going back to your past was very, very important for you to discover your answers. Do you want to say a little bit on that? Uh, yes, I will. Um, <laughs> well, my past is um, it's it, coming back to my childhood. I guess I was raised, um, you know, like two parents, a mother and a father, like everyone. My father being Italian and very strict Italian man, and my mom being Canadian, uh, also very strict, but um, in many ways, um, you know, saying no and saying like I had to be the little Olga who had to be the perfect little thing and everything would be perfect and uh, Olga had to please everyone in the family. I was the one in the middle who had to make sure that everything was okay. And what was your interpretation then as an adult that everything has to be okay? What did you, how did you bring that into your adult life? Well, I, I became a caretaker. Okay, so you would please people. I would please people. And uh, if I look back, actually, my mother was a big also uh, people pleaser in many ways. Like for us, like when I was a kid, like if I would go figure skating, she was volunteering all the time. She would help and, and, and do the same thing. Uh, but for me, the biggest thing is that um, not only I saw with you, Sandra, with working with you, that how my childhood really affected my my personal relationship at the end. And and maybe a lot of my friendship relationship, because not saying no is um, people, you get taken advantage at some point, And then you get hurt big time. Yeah, because unfortunately, human nature is such that uh, when people never say no, unfortunately, people unconsciously will start to bank on you always saying yes. Yes. And it's the minute that you start saying no and that you learn that it's okay to say no. Um, and like Sandra said, checking with myself and saying, is that okay if I say no? Of course it is okay. And, and, and don't it was very feel, powerful and, for you. And don't feel guilty about it. And it's very hard not to feel guilty and say no. But I am learning that and I am doing it today. I can't say I'm doing it 100% all the time. Um, but I am checking more with myself and asking myself, it's okay to say no. Because things happen sometime in your childhood that you, you're not sure how it's going to unfold as you grow, you know, as you get older. And it surprises you and it surprised me how my childhood really affected me until today. So 
when we started that process of talking about your childhood, you know, I, I know so many people say, I don't want to trash my parents. We didn't trash your parents. We looked at the, and I think this is important for people to know, is that a lot, and that's why I wanted you to come on so people understand a bit more what therapy is like, because I think there's a lot of stigma. I think we looked at the ways that your parents unconsciously or consciously hurt you, but without trashing them and lying on the couch and feeling sorry for you, that's not what at least this kind of therapy is about at all. And you and I really, um, we seem to be in agreement about the fact that there is no, um, Whatever happened in your past can explain things, but doesn't give you permission to be a victim. And that's always been a big connection between us. And that's really the difference between clients who do well in therapy and clients who don't are the ones who can acknowledge the past and move forward. Now, a lot of people don't acknowledge the past. And to not acknowledge the past, it's almost impossible to move forward. So people like to say, well, I had a bad child. It wasn't perfect, but lots of people have worse things. Let's move on. Um, I know for you, looking back, even to this day, we work together, looking back on the past, especially now we're doing some work on that, um, I know it's coming into your life. And I wanted to ask you, uh, we just came back from a, a, a retreat in Mexico and it was a retreat on relationships. And I want to know how you feel your work in therapy and your work understanding your past has played out in your romantic relationships. I'm curious about that because individual therapy sometimes rocks the boat a bit. It's not always easy. So I'm curious how that played out in your relationship. Well, that retreat was the best retreat you ever did. Thank you. <laughs> it was, uh, we were with, I think, eight couples. Uh, I did not bring my husband. I went by myself. Um, my husband and I right now are in a trial separation after 30 years. Um, doesn't mean it's going to end up. I think we um, have a lot in common and a lot, a lot to work on. But the ironic thing is that when I went to Sandra's retreat about the the couple's retreat and the exercise she made us do brought me back to my childhood. And the way I felt in my marriage in in many ways, good or bad, even the good ones, brought me back to the same feeling that I had in my childhood. Um, Every childhood, you know, like Sandra said, a lot of people would say, oh, they had worse than me. And that's how I felt until I went to that retreat. And yes, some had worse than me. But it, it, something um, lit my brain that day. And I was very overwhelmed, not overwhelmed in the sense that I can't take it. I was really, um, I can't even find the right words because I, I, I taught for me, it helped me so much that retreat that I came back home and I was still living at home. And the most important thing that I learned at that part, at that retreat was listening to your husband, listening to the person or vice versa, letting him listen to me before he opens his mouth and let me listen to him and really listen and don't get defensive just listen and understand the person's feeling. And that was huge for me. Yeah, well, what we did on the retreat is teach people how to listen because we all naturally want to defend ourselves if somebody is saying something to us about how they feel about something we don't we do. But the problem is when we're defending ourselves, we're no longer listening to the other person. And so what happens is the communication starts to break. And so you came on the retreat 
as a, without your husband, they were, the rest were couples, and you were still able to connect to how that was impacting your relationship so enormously. Yeah. It was very powerful watching it, you. It was very uh, emotional for me as well because a lot of people on that retreat had a lot of the same history as me. And um, I'm actually going to say it. Okay. And uh, Sandra may be shocked here or not, or the listeners may be shocked, but I feel that this is the moment for me to come out of my cocoon, actually. A lot of people on that retreat were abused as a child. I mean, either physically or sexually. Um, I was actually abused as a child as well, and it was sexually abused. And when I saw the um, impact that this had as a couple, and the way that they communicate together, I thought that for me was a big, big door opener. I mean, I, I, I could just see myself in every single couple. And I thought that I was able to open another door and, and, and work on myself even more with Sandra. As um, I never said that before. This is the first time I actually talk about this part from Sandra. And um, I think it's time for me, like Sandra said, to come out and, and be open about it. And if I can't face my past right now with what I have going on in my life, um, I don't think I'll ever improve or I'll ever be the person who I should really be. And when I got back home to my husband that day, when you're a couple, sometimes your husband's going to do something for, to you or he's going to say something that will trigger that childhood. And I realized that a lot of time he would say something and it would trigger me back to that same event. And this is why it's so important for me to talk about it. And, and this is why we're crashing today because I keep going back to that event which I thought it was over, and I thought it was past, so, but it's not. So even um, going back to the past and letting it lift has allows you I, – I remember coming back from the retreat. Of course, I knew this, and it lifted you. It took some weight off of you, and I want to talk about that, but we do have a caller on the line, and they may have a question about this because you are showing incredible courage and inspiration, and thank you for that, Olga. We've got Hank here. Hi, Hank. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. So my, my question is, how, this all sounds really hopeful, but how do you get started? How do you, how do you take that first step? Because it, it just feels a little bit embarrassing, maybe a little bit intimidating to get started. You mean with therapy? Yes. Okay, so the question is, how do you get started? It's very intimidating. It's scary to go into therapy. Olga, how, does, how did you find your courage? What can you say to Hank about finding courage to go into therapy if there's issues? Well, I felt like I was in a point in my life where I needed to move forward with what had happened to me and right after my cancer. And when I met Sandra, I guess the connection was there. And that's very important as well to connect with your therapist. I've had a lot of therapists, like not a lot, maybe two therapists. But when I met Sandra, there was something about her that was not intimidating, that was not that I could feel comfortable with her. And the courage just came with, within me. It, it's just like I knew I had to do it for myself. 
I just felt it. It sounds like Hank is wondering, though, about also the, you know, the st- for sure you need a therapist you feel comfortable with, and thank you for saying that. But there's the stigma. A lot of people feel if you go into therapy that yeah. there's something fundamentally wrong with you. Yeah. How did you find your way around that? That is so funny, Sandra, you say that because I remember the first time I met my husband, and I'm going to come back to Hank's answer. You're going you're gonna to probably understand what I'm saying. My, my husband at that time was seeing a therapist. And I remember when he told me, I have an appointment to see my psychologist tomorrow. I said, what's wrong with you? You're not crazy. That's the first thing that came out of my mouth. Because a lot of time people think that you go see a psychologist because there's something wrong with your brain. But I found out in life that there's nothing wrong with my brain or your brain, Ank. It's just that you want to learn more about yourself. You sometimes need a third party involved to see what is going on with yourself because you can't see it. You're too much in it. And when that person comes out and helps you, you see the light and you say, oh, my God, it's true. Does that make sense, Hank? That, that's, that makes a lot of sense. Thank you so much for sharing this. It's really inspirational. Oh, well, thank you so much for your call, Hank. Thank you. Okay, so um, that was such a powerful segment, and we're about to go to break, but let's continue this as we come back. This is Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Join the therapist who is affectionately known as the couple whisperer, Sandra Reich, on her famous couple retreats and change your life forever. Sandra offers couple retreats in beautiful locations several times a year that can radically change your love life. Couples describe her retreats as life-changing, regain that loving feeling, bring your intimacy to a new level, and rediscover excitement and joy. Find out more at HelpForAnxietyDepression.com or call 514-796-4357. We all want love and safety. Now you can have it. Call 514-796-4357 or HelpForAnxietyDepression.com. We all want to live a healthy, vibrant life. With so many toxins in our world, it becomes an uphill battle. Inflammation is the premise of all disease and comes from four sources of toxins. With a proper understanding of toxins as well as proper detoxification and nutrition, disease can be avoided. Tune in to Whole Healthy Living with Sharon Brennan and learn how you can live a clean, whole, and healthy life in a toxic world. Start your journey Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. 
We're back with Straight Talk with Sandra Reish. I'm here with the very courageous Olga Maneri. She was just telling me she had no idea she was going to talk about um, the abuse in her past. And uh, I do a lot of retreats. I do women retreats. I do couple retreats. And um, it's been a very big shock to me, even though I know the stats of how many people have been abused and how many people are keeping the secret. And unfortunately, by keeping the secret of abuse, there's a lot of shame that comes with that. So I'm wondering, even right this minute, as you're talking about such a huge thing that you didn't anticipate talking about today, does it give you, do you feel worse? Do you feel better? Is it lighter? Is like, what does it feel like to release this horrible secret from your past that you were victimized, actually? I'm shocked I actually said it, but uh, it does feel that I'm moving forward, uh, that I'm working on my issue, and it feels um, it feels that I, I I know that you know the past was there, and and yes, I did feel like a victim, and 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 if I look at the way I've been acting all my life by not saying no, by being the you know always pleasing everybody. I think that my abuse had a lot to do with that because I always wanted to please that person that did abuse me. And it went on from the age of uh, probably eight years old till about was 14 years old, maybe 12 years old. And um, I, I'm still in shock today to, 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 to look at that past and, and you feel the blame. You feel blame. You feel, feel shame. shame. You feel like, how did I let this happen? And, and how... How did I keep that secret for so long? Uh, and that's one of the most insidious parts of abuse is it's not only the act of abuse, it's the seductive nature of abuse where the person who's being victimized ends up feeling that it's somehow their fault. Yeah. And that's why it plays out for people for years and years and years in their relationships because boundaries, the ultimate boundary has been violated. So I know right now it's a real turning point for you because what you, I, I see you learning is that how important your personal boundaries boundaries are and being true to yourself and asking for what you need, how much it's impacting your life in a positive way. So instead of the shame, the shame secret being held, which was weighing you down, I've seen you literally, literally blossom since talking about these kinds of things. And I, I have to tell you, I am extremely, um, it's an honor to work with you and I'm very proud of you. You know, I remember the first time you came to um, our spa retreats and we were talking about women getting empowered and it was it's almost where the seed started for you, being with other women and seeing how many other women have suffered, as well as men, abuse. And there's a lot of power in numbers, like you said, even with the couple retreat, that when you hear about how many other people are holding this terrible secret and being weighed down by it, there's something very liberating about, you know, the old cliche, the truth will set you free. And I, I, I really think that's where you're at right now. And I see it happening day by day. Absolutely. And, 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 and you know, to all those listeners there that has that secret with them uh, and feel shameful about it, I completely understand it. But I also, for me right now, when I talk about it, and I feel that I'm opening a new door for me, something um, that my childhood taught me something. Obviously, at that time, taught me to be a victim and to be, you know, always saying yes, yes, yes. And, and now I'm learning that this is wrong and it's not a shame. And I'm learning that the more you're going to talk about it, the more I could be liberated. I mean, this will never be out of my mind for sure. It will always be there. 
But to learn to let it go and to deal with it in a different way, I think it's very important. It's, it's, it's profoundly important. And you're doing such a, a great service to people. We're getting emails coming in like crazy now. Um, Joanna has just emailed asking, how have people accepted you since A, going into therapy, B, not being a people pleaser so much um, and becoming more empowered? Has it helped your relationships or has it hurt your relationships? Um. That's a very interesting question and very good question, actually. Um, it has helped me, first of all. And I would say that anything that could help you first will definitely help the relationship with your partner or with uh, your, your your family or anybody, your friends. Uh, it's it's a whole thing that if you're happy with yourself, then you could, you know, be happy with somebody else. If you give yourself love, you'll be able to love somebody else. Mm, so true. So something like that. And and this is what I was missing. And I think people, well, I know actually now that people, um, they're not going to be so fast to say, oh, just ask Olga. She's going to say yes. They're going to actually think about it twice. And when I do say, you know what, it's a great idea. I'm I'm not going to do it this time and let's work on it for maybe next time. And I can't say no right away all the time. And you don't have to. But but at least I didn't say yes. You take time. You take a yes. minute to think about yes. it. Yes, I think about it. And if it's a no right away for me and my, my, my body says, Olga, say no, I do say no. And I think people appreciate me more. They respect you. They respect me more. Yes. And that is the problem with always saying yes, is people will love you, but they won't necessarily respect you. Yeah. And unfortunately, as we know, love without respect dies. So yes. that's such an important quality. It's to be so, truthful and, and, and to, to be to yourself. honest about, to yourself as well. Sorry, Great Sandra, question, myself. Joanna. We have another one here. Um, John is asking, Sandra, you talk about the importance of a team in relationships. He's talking about previous shows. Can you give us a bit more of information on what that means and in relation to what what Olga's talking about in her team. Well, I, I can't really talk about Olga's team, but I can talk about um, that Olga is learning a lot these days. And I think for all couples that when you're in a relationship, it ha- there has to be a win-win setup. It has to be a team. So whatever Olga feels is what she feels. Whatever her partner feels Her partner feels, and Olga mentioned before the value of listening, and this is really what the couple retreats are about, so you can really find out what your partner needs. It's I always teach people, we tend to give people the gift that we would like to receive. We need to give the gift that... Uh, they'd like to receive. So we can't do that without communication. So I know that you've gone through this a bit is the idea of creating a safe haven between you and your partner. And I think this is what you guys want even right now for both of you to be able to hear each other and have a win-win team. Is that about right? You just hit home again, Sandra. Did I? (laughs) Yes, you did. Yay. Okay. Um, our, 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 actually, our session last week was about exactly what she's talking about right now. And then I went back home to, to Leonard, my husband, um, asking a question indirectly, which I was not clear oh, yes. about. Yes. And then Sandra, you know, I said, oh, I'm upset because I asked him a question and he kind of avoided me. And then she said, show me the text. Show me the text. So <laughs> I show, show her the text. She goes, you didn't ask the question. I was being a caregiver to him. I, I was a caretaker to him, like saying, oh, it's okay if you don't want to, no, no, no. But I really wanted to see him and speak with him. And make a long story short, she made me redo the text and he wanted to see me. And I went home and we had the best talk ever. And what I learned in that conversation is, was that exactly what Sandra just said. All these years, he's been trying to please me. 
all these years I've been trying to please him. But we're not communicating in a way we want to please each other. We're not talking. We're not being direct. We're not asking each other. So he's pleasing me the way he would like to be pleased, and I'm pleasing him the way I would like to be pleased. But we're not connecting the dot. Yeah. And that was the biggest breakthrough in my relationship last week. And yes, we're in a trial separation, and it's not over yet. I think there's a lot, a lot of hope. Um, and I also believe, like Leonard, this weekend, he took me away from my birthday, and we had the best weekend ever, and we did connect, and we did have some great talks. That's wonderful. And one of the talks that was there, he did mention um, that the love is still there. Obviously, if the love is still there, then there's a way that we could work around yep. it. But we need our time off separately right now to make this work. Well, I think you're bringing up something that could be helpful for people to keep in mind because they don't know your exact story. But to put it in a context is that when relationships are in trouble, it doesn't mean it's over. It means that there's an example of trees, two trees. And you think of the trunk of the tree. The trunk of the tree has to be solid in both people first. So you've done your work, he's done his work. And then we try to work on this win-win situation. And I think you brought up another point that I'm big on, which is say what you mean and mean what you say. And in our relationships, boy, do we play a lot of riddles with our partners. And it just doesn't work. I know you want to say something you look like you're bursting at the seams (laughs) and the biggest thing that i I learned in the last few weeks is ask for what you want yes and that goes for him and it goes for me yes we don't ask enough of what we really want and do you know why you're afraid of the answer yes you're afraid of being rejected well you were with me which comes back to your childhood Yes. Well, you were with me when we wrote that text. And yes. as the text came in, I remember you were afraid the answer would be no. And your husband's answer was, I'd love to meet with you. Okay. But the thing is that if we don't risk rejection, we can't also get the love we need. They go together. Okay. No risk, no reward. A lot <laughs> of cliches today, but they're definitely true. And I think that what you're doing with your relationship, both of you, I got to give your husband credit too here, is both of you are really now, and sometimes it takes a break to really look at where did we go wrong? The love is there. And that's why we have such a high divorce rate. The love is there, but we're missing each other in the night. And sometimes it takes skills. And yes, that is where I believe therapy retreats uh, come in. And people, I think they sometimes feel they don't have time for this. But man, it's a good investment. It really affects. I know that the stuff I teach at the retreats is stuff I do in my own relationship. And I need those skills. There is a science now we know to relationships. Absolutely. I mean, people should make time for this. This is important. It's about yourself. It's about your relationship. It's about family. It's about, it's about everything. I mean, if you can't grow uh, on your personal growth, um, you're going to have a hard time in life because then you can't give to people what you don't have. Yeah. And, I, you know, I've just watched you go through this journey and, it, you know, we meet regularly and I've just watched you just blossom and, and become the word you started the show with empowered. Okay. Empowered. And you want to be loved like all of us want to be loved, but you definitely don't want to sell your soul. You want to be respected too. So you're not willing anymore. And I think that's why I wanted to do the show to also encourage people 
they don't have to come to my therapy. They have to, but they have to be on a journey. I think we all need to be on a journey of self-discovery. And I don't think it really ends. I'm a therapist. I'm certainly on the journey too. I think it never ends. And relationships are our best teachers because there's an old saying that says, if you want to find out your dysfunction, get into a relationship. Because like when we're on our own, we're usually fine. And then we meet that person and all the trouble starts. So I think it's important. And I think that one of the things I admire about you so much is that you've been so diligent in your therapy. You've been so diligent about coming to the spa retreat for women, the couple retreat this time. And I think you're even you and your husband, there might be a chance that you and your husband are now going to come back as a team to work on those things. And what a different experience that will be for you from when you did it on your own, because you're both now becoming very solid in your own bodies. I also feel that therapy for couple, if I if I come here every week and I talk about my marriage with Sandra and I go back home. I can't work on my marriage by myself. It needs to. He may be here and say something and Sandra may say, hey, Olga, you know, like you didn't tell it to me this way. And it takes two to tangle. That's the end so of the good day. that you say that. But uh, it does. I mean, I, I can't. I go back home every week and I tell, well, not now, but in the past, <laughs> I used to go back home and t- tell Leonard and he would listen to me. But it's not the same as if he would be here. Can you repeat the it takes two thing? It takes two to tangle. And I know many of you listening are thinking, no, my husband or my wife is the problem. But there's a dance and there's always a dance in a relationship. And I love to dance. She does love to dance. <laughs> We're going to take a break and we'll be right back on Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Ladies, how about a luxurious weekend while learning to empower yourself? Join Straight Talk's Sandra Reich, January 29th at a gorgeous spa in Quebec for three days and two nights of empowerment, growth, and decadence. Delicious food, powerful learning, and much more. Life 2.0 The Retreat. Master how to command respect in your relationships. Learn about yourself and what is blocking you from living your best life. Meet other like-minded women and join in on the retreat that sells out year after year. Isn't it time you chose you? Call us at 514-796-4357. That's 514-796-4357. Don't miss your chance to change your life and relationships forever. Technology is changing the way we live our lives and how we do business. On CIO Talk Radio, we talk about the benefits of technology and the great things it allows us to do, as well as its risks. Heard every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, Sunjo Gall interviews business leaders and other experts that are shaping the way we use technology. To learn more about this show, visit www.ciotalkradio.com. Keep up with the changing world of technology and listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjo Gall. Listen in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America Business. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market.
You are listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. Again, that's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at helpforanxietydepression.com. Now, back to Straight Talk. Here's Sandra Reich. We're back with Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. And, I, you know, this has just been an incredible experience sitting here with Olga. It's interesting, eh? I'm the therapist, and she inspires me so much. I love the way she has a key quality that if you're looking to make change in your life that you need to have, which is taking responsibility for your part, because we always have responsibility. Now, some of you are listening now and going, I love that. And some of you are groaning and saying, no, 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 it's the other person's fault. Having done this for many, many years, I can tell you only when we look at our part can we really make the change. And that's why she calls me a straight talker. And that's why my clients call me a straight talker because I will always want you to look at your part in things. And I, I don't think if we look, don't look at our parts, I don't think we're really getting anywhere because we go into the role of the victim and we're married to a per- perpetrator and then they're the bad guy and you're the innocent one. And I just don't think it's as simple as that. Um, I, I, Olga, I, I also want to talk to you about, you know, clearly you understand these concepts so well and you understand the importance of a team and a safe place to fall and the importance of having a solid trunk of your own and being the strongest woman you can possibly. Now, I know something else about you. On top of your psychological work and your involvement work and your gifts to the community that you've done and and opening up on radio about your abuse to help so many people, which is so profound. I wonder if you could even take that in. It's huge. On top of that, you run a beautiful spa where your mission there is to also help people feel good about themselves. Tell us a little bit about your spa, Minari. Uh, it's here in Quebec. It's in Kirkland. What's your mission statement with this spa? What, what, do, you, what do you want people to know? Well, I uh, opened up a spa in February. After my cancer, I went into wanting to take care of people as usual And one of the biggest things for me uh, was to do personal training. And after my personal training, I said to myself, you know what? I want to own something. And that something was a spa. I always wanted to own a spa. Uh, My sister's an esthetician, and she works at the spa. So we make like the perfect team. She's the esthetician, and I take care of the business. But my spa is a small spa in the West Islands called Spa Munari, Esthetic Spa Munari. And we do laser, we do uh, facial, we do massages, we, and, and all this in, in a very quiet, um, it's, it's not a big spa, it's very it's cozy, it's like you come at home, and we have uh, clients that just keep coming and coming because we give that personal one-to-one um, to our clients. We're not one of those spa where you come in and out next, next. We really take care of you. And for me, this is very important to take care of people. And this is the way I give back of my, my, my way of helping people in many ways. Cause I feel that if you don't take care of yourself, who's going to take care of you? So by you coming for a massage, you're going to be less stressed. You're going to be relaxed and you're going to go home and you're going to see that little thing that your husband or your wife may say to you. And you're going to say, oh, it's okay. Because you just relax. And everybody needs to be at some time, you know, taking care of you. 
And that is most important thing. So you actually feel like, you, you know, I know this spa is a fairly new project. You actually feel that there's a psychological element that's, and I agree with you, that self-care and relationship with self. I mean, one of my famous sayings is you can only get the love outside of you proportionate to the love you give yourself. And so you're, you're emphasizing that even self-care in terms of beauty treatments and massages is another way of saying, hey, I'm important. I need to take care of myself before you start to expect someone else. Absolutely. Yeah. And it was, you know what? This, was, this is something good that you bring up because when I had my cancer, they had a course called Look Good, Feel Better. And I took that course because once you have no more hair and no more eyelashes, you want to try and look good. Because if you don't look good, you're not going to feel good. And this had a lot to do about um, coming back to the spa because if you go there and you have a facial and your face is all glowing, you're going to feel good when people say, oh, my God, you're glowing. You're looking good. You have beautiful nails. And, And it's all... Like you absorb it and it goes within you and then you feel good that day. I mean, it's, it's all about feeling good. So, you, so you're big on the mind-body connection as so am I. So uh, first of all, can, can people have the phone number of your spa? Absolutely. The phone number is the 514-695-5040. And actually, my new website just went up on the weekend. Ah. And the new website is spa, S-P-A, Munari, M-U-N-A-R-I, Dot com. And uh, I think the website is beautiful. I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> We're all excited. It took so, six months to make, so. For sure. So basically what's happened to you, I mean, there's so much going on for you. I mean, you've been working on your psychological development, on being empowered, commanding respect, um, dealing with something from your past, your abuse that was so a big secret, that was such a heaviness on you. I know you're a big believer in exercise as I am, and the mind-body connection, and self-care, and giving back. It's another thing I admire so much about you is that I think a lot of people don't realize, especially when they've had hard lives, that when you give to others, you get it back tenfold. It's, it's a bit of a cliche again, and there's such a feeling of pleasure. It's, it's almost undescribable. People, and this is one thing, like when I, I did the run for the, the cancer, and I became a, a very good... <laughs> Um, sponsor, not sponsor, but um, giving money, like uh, I, I raised a lot of money, it felt so good to be able to help somebody else. And this, this feeling is hard to explain unless you actually do it. I mean, if you just like just now during the holiday season, I mean, I challenge any of you just to take something and go and give it to somebody that needs something. Like, you know, somebody's garbage is somebody's treasure. You don't have to go buy something. But yeah. if you take something and just give it to someone that needs uh, care or, or, or just need love, or just a hello or take a phone and say, hi, how are you? A hug goes a long way. It's free and it's, it makes you feel like a million dollar. And sometimes that's all you need. A hug has nothing to do with money. So we're getting towards the end, Olga. I have a question for you, which is this. If in a sentence, if you, given that this, this, this show was about the journey of involvement and your journey through therapy, if there was one sentence, just a sentence, you could leave the listeners with on their journey to involvement, what would it be? Don't be afraid to look inside yourself. I, I would say... Um, look inside yourself and... 
and, and, and don't be afraid to learn. Don't be afraid to go out there and, and look for the help that you need to be the person you really want to be. So to thyself, be true. Absolutely. Brilliant. So Sandra, I, I have a question for you now. Oh, okay. Now, what, what are you doing these days? What's coming up for you? Well, Olga, uh, something I mean, very just, exciting is you know, coming radio, up. Radio, radio, anything else yeah, you're doing? Yeah, sure. Um, well, my biannual women's retreat is coming up in January, Ooh. January 29th to the 31st at Spa Eastman. It's three days, two nights of a lot of empowerment and decadence. Olga, I mean, you've been to so many of these retreats. I'm glad you're here. Maybe you can say a few words about what that weekend is like. That weekend is amazing. I don't think I will miss any of those retreats. Uh, learning about not just Sandra's uh, expertise, but learning about the people that are there because you learn from all of them as well. And I think to me, learning between Sandra and, and the people that are there and opening up in a free environment where you feel that you could say whatever you want. Somebody's there to listen to you and to help you and not to be judged. And this one's called Life 2.0. So we're going hardcore. And if you want to meet this amazing Olga, she will be at this event in January. Again, January 29th to the 31st. If you want more information, it is on the website, helpforanxietydepression.com, or you can call us at 514-796-4357. I'll tell you, Olga, the hour just ran by. I hope you would consider coming back. Um, if you invite me, I will. I would love it. Uh, I'm sure you have helped so many people. You continue to be an inspiration for so many. And you've opened the door for people to look in themselves and just say anything's possible because that's what you mean to me. Anything is possible. So thank you so much for being on Straight Talk with Sandra well, Thank you. Thank you for having me. This was a pleasure. And I hope all you listeners are going to go out there and uh, don't be afraid to get help if you think you need the help. It's only going to help you. Thank you, Olga. I'm Sandra Reich from Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. Keep your eyes on the stars, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Straight Talk with Sandra Reich. We hope you've enjoyed today's show, and we'll tune in again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now, go live your best life. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.